0: Longhorn Nation, Sooner fans, welcome to episode 94 of the Boomer Bevo podcast, the only podcast exclusively dedicated to covering the greatest rivalry in college football, the University of Texas and the University of Oklahoma. I'm here with my man, Kevin Miller. I am John Whitson. Kevin, this is an instant reaction episode to the college football playoff announcement. Let's cut to it. The University of Texas is in for their first ever playoff appearance. They will be matched up against the Washington Huskies. Most likely, although it's not confirmed, most likely in the Sugar Bowl. Kevin,
1: have you ever been happier in your life outside of your marriage day? Well, when Texas won the national championship in 2005, yes. But only you were happier. This. you were
0: happier than when you got married. When 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 Vince Young beat USC, that's what you're telling me. No, oh,
1: man, you know better than that. We're try, trying to set uh, me up, all right. That, that was sketchy. I that get, you, you, you being a Sooner fan, you know, I get you trying to take that one little shot and try to set me up because I imagine this is a kind of disappointing day for you guys. But no, uh,
0: I think we're going to back into I think we're going to back into New Year Six. But this is about Texas. Let's get y'all destroyed, Oklahoma State. It wasn't even close. I don't know what the hell Mike Gundy was doing only giving the ball to Ollie Gordon 13 times unless he saw something in y'all's front that said there's no point to it. I don't know that it matters. Oklahoma State never had a chance. This was style points for you guys. You secured it. You took it out of the committee's hands. I give you guys a lot of credit on that win. Uh, Of course, I didn't watch it, but I just saw the scores. I was traveling. If you can't tell, I'm in Boston. Texas fan, Oklahoma State fan all around me is watching this on on their phones. I mean, y'all destroyed them. Took it out of the playoff committee's hands. That left it for the decision to be between Alabama and Florida State. I told you. I told you this. They're not leaving Bama out. And they're going to make a decision, and they've left out Florida State. And I got to tell you, that is – I, I don't even know how to describe it, because if I'm Florida State fan, it's like, what the hell else do I have to do? Number two, they're so good. I think the argument could be made for Florida State. They're so good that they won with their third-string quarterback.
1: I completely agree and with it you. it doesn't I matter. I feel horrible for them, right? First Whoa. of all, I'm excited for Texas. We destroyed Oklahoma State yesterday. That game was never close. I mean, 35-14 at halftime. Quinn Ewers, 11 of 11, 167 yards, and three touchdowns in the first quarter, John. Sark had that opening script, and there was nothing Oklahoma State can do about it. Nothing. Ollie Gordon, as good as he is, right, you, you, if you listen to our stuff, you know I've been a fan of this kid for a long time. He had absolutely no chance. I mean, you know, 13 carries for 34 yards. And this guy, you know, I like him. He's running through the tunnel yelling, F, Texas, F, Texas, yeah. on camera. <laughs> Well, who's F in Texas now? You know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly, <laughs> man. Listen, and they completely shut him down, and their Oklahoma State defense could do nothing with us offensively. We did whatever we wanted running the ball, throwing the ball. It just didn't matter. It just didn't matter. It was a great performance. I'm really happy to have our first Big 12 title since 2009, John. Can you imagine that? 14 years without, a, and then, you know, to top that off with the playoffs, I told you. I wanted to win the Big 12 this year. Anything else would be a bonus, and what a great bonus this is. I was not sure, even after yesterday, right, with this committee. You just don't know. I figured Alabama would get in. I thought Alabama would get in over Texas. I didn't think they would leave Florida State out. After the way they looked, and again, look, I know their offense did not look good, and it shouldn't look good with a third-string quarterback, but that was a really good performance by them, especially that defense was good. Jared Verse, you've heard me talk about him for two years now. Right? Dominant up front on the defensive line.
0: Florida State beats LSU, beats Florida on the road. Like they beat Clemson. They went undefeated. They won the ACC undefeated with a third string quarterback. What else can they do? It's a stat deck. It's a stat deck. Now, on the other side of the court, on the other side, Alabama just took down Georgia. They went undefeated in an SEC schedule and took down the number one team in the country. On the road, I mean, basically on the road, in Atlanta, I don't know what else Alabama can do. It it points to the flawed system. This is going to be by far the most controversial college football playoff, and it's fitting that it's the last number, you know, four-team
1: playoff. Correct. In case people are wondering, why are they expanding it? This is why. This is why. Because there are teams out there that could win in a 12-team playoff that can win a national championship, right? Oklahoma would be in the 12-team playoff. And a dangerous team. Oh, absolutely! And a, a healthy, a, a healthy so
0: Oklahoma, a healthy Oklahoma with a healthy Stutzman, a, a healthy Bowman, uh DG's Correct. cooking. Uh, yeah, it's no, a dangerous be, team. I listen. We're we're not going to be on the air. We're not going to be on the air by the time we find out of Oklahoma. I am going to say it right now, though, at eleven thirty six a.m. time central. Oklahoma's getting into New Year six. They're not going to leave you out of a New Year six. If they have a chance to put Oklahoma in a New Year six, they're going to do it. Oklahoma State's going to fall to the Alamo Bowl. Oklahoma will be in the
1: Cotton Bowl against somebody. Oh, yeah. They're going to take you guys over Oklahoma State. That's for sure. And for honestly, they sure. should Ooh, take us watch? over. They should take us over Penn State.
0: Penn State's terrible. Are you kidding me? The Big Ten yeah, is terrible. So- I think Alabama beats Michigan. I think you have your hands full with Washington, but I think the Sugar Bowl is a huge advantage. Let me see. Have they. Think- is it for sure the Sugar Bowl? It is the Sugar Bowl. It is for sure is. the Sugar Bowl. Okay. I
1: got ESPN behind me. Okay. I mean,
0: dude, that's a huge advantage for you guys. It is, are you it is kidding a me? massive
1: advantage. I, I honestly was hoping we would get Michigan because their style of offense fits right into what we like to play against. A heavy run game. Oh, you know, yeah. We shut that run game down. I don't care how physical they think they are. Texas would shut down Michigan michigan's running game well i gotta tell you the
0: the washington run game against oregon was dominant in the fourth quarter that made me jealous that's one of the first teams i've seen all year where as an oklahoma fan i said to myself that's who i want to play like i want to be able to throw the ball all around the field i want to be able to make big plays i want to be able to take the top off but when it comes down to it i want to be able to run the ball and put the game away and that's what washington did against oregon that johnson kid was hurt and was a stud in the fourth quarter. He was only better in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Y'all got yourselves.
1: It. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's tough. It's tough, right? But listen, we'll worry about that. I'm just glad to be in. This is the first time we've even sniffed being in the playoff. I've never even watched the playoff reaction show or the uh, actual announcement show. I've never watched it live before. I just wait to get the announcement on my phone. You guys, I know you guys are all over, right? You've been in this four times? You've been in the four, times. four times? Four times. Four
0: times. And here's the deal. Oklahoma always got the benefit of the doubt. Always. Every year. Every year we got the benefit yeah. of the doubt. And I knew Texas would, too. It's Texas, dude. Like, you are not going to be left out. I know that you're sitting back there and you've been I mean, beat down for the last 14 years. Dude, you, you can't be beat down. You're the University of Texas. You've got a freaking network over you. Like, Oklahoma fan, we're going to – I'm going to talk trash on you all the time. But I wasn't worried about you making it in. Like, You're Texas. I just can't believe Florida State's out. They had to pick somebody. They had to pick somebody. Yeah. But I knew it wasn't going to be against Texas. It was going to come down to Alabama and Florida State. Alabama just beats Georgia. I'm I'm seeing here on my television the reaction Mike Norvell is
1: shocked. I He's see pissed. I see it on your screen, man. That is heartbreaking. And I oh. legitimately feel for those kids. Man, they played so hard yesterday on defense. Dude, Gerard and,
0: Burst, did you, see the, did you see in the fourth quarter oh, him yeah, completely him
1: demolish the tackle? Yes. I mean, my God, he's, he could be the best defensive player in the country. I told you this last year. and You guys played against him. When he decided to come back, I was like, what? You're coming back? You'd be a first-round pick last year. So, yeah, he's a great player. And, you know, he was a transfer from Albany in the um, FCS. I think I remember that last year, yeah. Yes, and when he hit the portal, I I looked at his highlights. I'm like, oh, my God, Texas has to try to get this dude. He ends up going to Florida State, and he's been outstanding for them. And like you said, when it came down to it, when Louisville had – they had so many chances to win that game, right? And their defense just would not let them, right? They were getting constant pressure on Plummer. They were sticking to those receivers. They couldn't get open. So yeah, I guess the committee's like, yeah, you guys are going to get in with that third string quarterback or even a backup quarterback. They didn't think they were a threat to win. I'm looking at
0: the, uh, their comparison right now, best wins are against Louisville and LSU and Clemson versus UGA, Mississippi and LSU. So they both have a common opponent with LSU. Their strength of schedule though, for Florida state looks like probably what ultimately hurt them 55th with a strength of schedule of 55. That's, there's not a whole lot they can do about it in season. Yeah. But that was suck. five, right? Alabama's was think, five. Yeah. And that includes, I mean, that's yeah. what happens when you get the, it's like they got a benefit of a good loss, you know, Alabama. Absolutely. So all the fight about why do we schedule big games was just justified. So on Twitter, five seconds before the announcement that was made, it, Texas fans, was, why did we schedule Alabama? If they were going to leave us out, why are they, why did Alabama? And then Alabama's like, why do we schedule Texas? If that Correct. was going to cost us. No, I think they got the benefit of scheduling Texas, and Texas got the b- obvious benefit of beating Alabama. Um, it's ginormous, dude. It's ginormous. I should not be this excited for a Texas, but I'm excited for the playoff. I think this playoff is going to be
1: fantastic. Yeah, and I'm wondering, man, what is Michigan feeling right now? You know, it's like, God, we have to play Alabama? I think they would have loved to play Florida State. I think they would have loved to play Washington, too.
0: I think they think they could have shut down Washington. But here's the deal, dude. Alabama, Michigan is not a whole lot different than the team. I don't know. Did they have Blake Corum last year? Was Blake Corum
1: hurt yeah, in he the was playoff? Um, or, I don't think so. Was he hurt in the playoffs? No, he might have been. He hurt his knee, didn't he? That,
0: you know, they might be feeling cocky because they got Corum back. But they're a lot yeah. the same team that
1: lost to TCU last year. Yeah. I gotta Again, tell Jalen. I was hoping to get against. I was hoping to get Michigan if we got in. I was hoping we'd be the four seed. Jalen Milrow
0: st- looked like a stud against Georgia, dude. I don't know that Michigan has anything to stop Milrow. Most dynamic player they're going to play all year, for sure. For sure. If yeah, I had to pick it right,
1: matchup.
0: instant pick: Texas versus Bama
1: for a rematch. Is that possible? We'll see, man. I mean, I would. I, I obviously would love that. Can you imagine how to cover these receivers, though, for. um, Oh, I know. And I'll tell you, here's the
0: thing. Okay, listen, I talked about Washington before in the last in yesterday or last week's episode. Right. That they get on. They get out of the weather. They get out of the conditions. They get on turf. They look a whole lot different. And then who was the guy that came back that was been hurt? McMillan. McMillan. Yeah. I mean, they've gotten from two dynamic back to their
1: three dynamic receivers back where any three. three of those can Correct. make a play at any point in time. Any three. And, again, Texas struggles against past heavy teams, right? We can stop the runner, especially if you can keep us off balance. We're better against a team like if you love to run the ball and that's what you do, it's like, great, please, line up and try to out-physical us and run the football.
0: Well, and it'll be a long your- day for you. You didn't get your wish against Michigan, but you got your wish into the college football playoff. I'm excited for you, Kevin. I told you I'd be excited for you. The only thing that would have made this better is if you would have gotten left out, Texas, but you did not. You are in. It's going to be fantastic. There will be much more to come, obviously, from the Boomer Bebo podcast as things develop. But I am in Boston. My wife is waiting to take me out to the north end where we're going to get some Italian food. I cannot wait. Oh, man. I had debated going to the New England game, but then I realized they're in a five-game losing streak and it's 40 degrees and raining and thought, mm, that's all right. This doesn't have to be my first game. Speaking of first NFL games ever, real quick, can you give us just a quick recap of Dallas versus Seattle on Thursday? You were there live, first ever yeah, NFL I mean, game.
1: First just of all, real shout out to my wife. Shout out to my wife, Casey, right? She set this all up, my 40th birthday. That's Got awesome. tickets for the game, went down to Dallas. Yeah, i never strange you've never been to a Cowboys game. So, yeah, they played the Seahawks, man, and it was great. It was a great experience. The stadium was awesome. The atmosphere in the stadium was great. Thursday night game. So, you know, everybody's watching. And it was some really good football on display. It was great to see all those great players, man. I was impressed with Geno Smith, um, D.K. Metcalf, I and mean, what a freak well, since, that guy is. Since this is the, since this is the boomer,
0: the Boomer Bebo podcast. I just want to make sure we get some Oklahoma in. How good is C.D. Lamb? Oh, is man, he that, he's incredible. Is he good? At, you know, go ahead. No, I just, does it feel weird to cheer for him as much as you are now that you're a Cowboys fan? Because you that guy's fantastic. Man, you
1: know, here's the thing about, here's the weird thing about C.D. Lamb. I've always supported him since he was in high school, right? At Richmond Foster, he destroyed the playoffs in Texas' his senior year. And Texas always recruited him. So when he got to OU, it's kind of funny, the only OU game I've been to that wasn't, a um, red river shootout game was his first career game Casey and i were dating at the time against utah and we're you know as we're getting ready to go to the game i'm like hey listen you guys got this freshman receiver named cd lamb he's really good like i saw him in high school texas was recruiting him and he has two touchdowns in his debut so i've always he, kind of he's been a per- silent supporter dude and- listen he's the perfect receiver for the dallas cowboys he he
0: He's exactly who should be wearing number 88. He's dynamic. He can control a game from the wide receiver position. But Dak looked as good as I've seen Dak look. It was a really good win. I'm so excited you got to go. I chose not to go to an NFL game, and I'm comfortable with my decision because I'm going to go eat some Italian food. You, my well, friend.
1: First of all, it's not. it wasn't 40 degrees in Dallas, right? No, dude. It was, it was rainy, was six. but i course post your inside, 72 degrees stadium, very comfortable in there. One more thing on that game, Micah Parsons is an absolute freak. Right. Every time they needed to make a play on defense, he at he's got pressure and affected uh, the throw of Geno Smith. He's incredible, man. Listen, Kevin, bask
0: in the glory of the college football playoff. Okay. Bask in Twitter today, get after it on Twitter, have an amazing day. You deserve it. I don't know if Texas does, but you deserve it. I'm, I'm happy for you. This is going to be a fun, fun thing to watch. And for the rest of the Boomer Bevo podcast fans, we will have more episodes obviously leading up to it and then we'll make sure that we let everybody know and our reactions on where Oklahoma gets. Prediction, I think they get into a New Year Six. Kevin, real quick. Yeah, I think so. I think you get into the Cotton yeah. Bowl. I think we're in the Cotton Bowl as well. All right, dude. Have a great day. Everybody, thanks for listening. And, uh, Kevin, boomer. Welcome. Okay.